It's the most all-star studded challenge ever. And this time, it's every competitor for themselves. Best challenge ever! The Challenge All-Stars. New season now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply. This episode of All I Want for Christmas is This Podcast is brought to you by the TV Guide Podcast Network and Survivor Brothers, the ultimate unofficial podcast. Join TV Guide Survivor superfans Fox Van Allen and Lance Cartelli every week as they dig deep into season 39 of the hit CBS competition reality TV show, Survivor. You'll get interviews with your favorite Survivor castaways, strategy deep dives, unique insights, and more. It's the perfect way to keep up with Survivor 39, Island of the Idols, so subscribe to Survivor Brothers, the ultimate unofficial podcast from TV Guide Now, wherever you stream your podcasts. Season's greetings and welcome to TV Guide's All I Want for Christmas is This Podcast. I am your host, Julia Lechner, and I am rocking around the Christmas tree and into your podcast feed every Tuesday and Thursday this holiday season to break down the must-watch seasonal films you need to see this year. And today, I am joined by the incomparable Fox Van Allen. You know him from his two TV Guide podcasts, Survivor Brothers and also Big Brother Brothers, where he and Lance Cartelli dish on the latest from reality TV staple Survivor and Big Brother, and today he is off the island of the idols, and he is here in this winter wonderland to chat with me about Up TV's A Christmas Movie Christmas. Welcome to the show, Fox. Uh, you cannot compare. Incomparable. No, there's no... <laughs> yes. Hello. I'm so happy to be here, Julia. Thank you for joining me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, before we launch into the movie, I want to know, coming in, be honest, are you a holiday, holiday TV movie fan? Okay, well, I I wouldn't call myself a fanatic, um, but I do watch a a good handful of these uh, uh, Christmas movies every year with my mother when I'm home for the holidays. Um, It's kind of it's it's either that or HGTV. Those are the only two things she watches at at the holidays. So um, I'm 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 looking forward to watching perhaps this movie again uh, with my mother later on. Yeah. (laughs) Great. A first viewing. And for those of you who may or may not have seen the movie we're talking about today, again, it is uh, it first aired on Up TV on October 27th. That's right. A pre-Halloween Christmas movie. (laughs) Love a good pre-Halloween Christmas movie. And this movie is called A Christmas Movie Christmas. It kicked off Up TV's Christmas slate for this year, and they're dropping 10 new holiday films this year that you can watch. So check your listings to see when it re-airs. And uh, a Christmas movie Christmas, let's launch right into it. So yeah. stars someone named Eve, appropriately <laughs> yes. named, as many Christmas movies Eve do. Bell. Eve Bell. Like a Christmas bell. Yeah. Very clever. Yeah. And Eve is a Christmas movie fanatic, I identify with that, <laughs> and dreams of having a movie perfect Christmas with a movie perfect boyfriend. And on Christmas Eve, she and her cynical sister Lacey make wishes to Santa and then they wake up in a Christmas town and find themselves trapped in a Christmas movie that they are the stars of. And then when things go wrong, they have to try and fix it. And even Lacey try to find their way out of this Christmas perfect town and this movie that they're living inside of. And I have to say what uh, this one actually came to me through my husband. We, as many couples do, sit down and select the films we plan to screen together through the holiday season. <laughs> and uh, he he follows one of the stars on Instagram and... We really liked the sound of the plot of this movie, that it kind of, you know, celebrates the Christmas tropes and cliches you see in these movies. So we made this one of the first ones we were watching together this season. Um, Yeah. So, you know, there's some Christmas tropes in there, Fox. You've seen a couple of these movies. Uh, Did you... 
uh, have any specific ones you wanted to see or you were planning to see or were these, you know, a learning experience for this you? Is, I mean, this is this is it. Uh, as far as the Christmas tropes that I'm looking for in a Christmas movie, you've got a uh, Santa who grants wishes. You've got uh, a wish for you've got you got true love. You've got the the obstacle. In a way of true love, uh, you actually get true true love twice, which is which is beautiful. Um, a, a child gets her wish for Christmas. Uh, a holiday town, it, it's they almost canceled Christmas. It was terrible, but thankfully, through the magic of just Santa and the holiday spirit and snowflakes or whatever makes holiday magic happen, uh, the the Christmas monkey paw came through. And Christmas was saved, and I, I couldn't be happier. Yeah, and like a perfect <laughs> Christmas movie, you see from the get-go what we're going to be yeah. expecting. We have two sisters. One's super hopeful, loves Christmas. Christmas. The other one's a little cynical, mm. a little down on the season. She's a bit of a scrinch. Yes. A little bit of a scrinch. She's a scrinch. <laughs> um, and we know that both of them are, are ultimately going to have their big moments in this movie. And we get pretty soon into the wishes and stuff. I mean, they end up in Christmas Town very early in. Um, and we meet a few characters. They met. They wake up at their Graham Graham's house um, <laughs> while dressed in Christmas PJs. The Graham Graham they didn't know they had. Yeah, it is not their actual grandmother <laughs> no. um, whose home that they're sleeping in. But this is a Christmas movie, so it they are at their pretend family's house. Um, they look perfect. This is one of the things I love when I watch Christmas movies. I think like, what part of this? do I wish I had in my real life? And they wake up with perfect hair and makeup, which they call out in the movie, <laughs> that they look amazing all the time. And that's just a Christmas movie dream. Yeah. I I, I am in love with Graham Graham. Uh, I want to uh, I want to wish my own Graham Graham for, for the holidays. Uh, she is she is just wonderful and filled with the holiday spirit. And she ha- her entire diet consists of baked goods. That her entire fridge is just filled with cookies. Yeah, and literally, for those of you who watched, her whole fridge is filled with cookies. <laughs> Nothing else. Um, and Graham Graham does a lot of heavy lifting early in the movie, basically puts out the whole exposition of the plot, which is a Christmas festival is in trouble, and they need help saving it, and Eve, the one who loves Christmas and wished to be in a Christmas mm-hmm. movie, now has her mission, which is to make this Christmas festival happen with the help of a very handsome local innkeeper. Mm-hmm. Um, innkeeper, one of the top jobs you'll see on any Christmas movie list <laughs> next to advertising executive or son of Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have to make this festival happen while trying to not fall in love because technically Eve already has a boyfriend. Mm, yeah. Um, and that is international pop star Russell. Um, uh, Chad Matthew Monroe, yes, uh, the the supposed holiday uh, movie hunk uh, that is in every Christmas movie that that uh, Eve watches. Um, His eyes are so piercingly blue. Um, <laughs> The the beautiful shots of his face, it almost seems like there's like a halo around his face. Yeah. The lighting is amazing. His eyes, I understand why he was cast as the, the hunky character in these. Mm-hmm. I did have a few questions regarding Russell that I'll ask you now. Yes, please. Um, so his name is Russell, and he is an international pop star. The first time he meets the sisters, he signs off by saying cheerio. Um, <laughs> he does not have an accent. No. That I know of, and I'm not really sure where internationally Russell is supposed to be from. Yeah. 
Um, we were never given any additional backstory for that. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think he was supposed to be British? I don't. I don't think so. But I, I do believe that his his career has to be based overseas because I heard one of his songs that he sings during the Christmas festival, and it's absolutely terrible. It, they, all the songs in this movie are actually pretty are like shockingly bad. They're like like really bad. Um, but in, in a special. Christmas movie kind of way. <laughs> yeah, you add in some bells, and obviously you don't always, you know, get the big hits. Sometimes you're writing originals for the film. Yeah. Um, so Fox was not a big fan. I did not have a strong opinion on the the song quality itself, but I was wondering where he was supposed to be from. Yeah. Um, I, we don't say Cheerio in Jersey. Mm-mm. I don't know. I don't know where <laughs> this town is supposed to be, but presumably it's in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um. But I do kind of understand why he was cast as that character. He's really leaning in. He has a fun role where he can really lean into the the hunky, kind of full of himself character. And since everyone's playing a trope, they're really like leaning in to the characters that they're supposed to be. Yeah. Well, and to be fair, you, you also have to remember he is a Christmas hallucination um, that, that he only appears after. There, there's this dangerous Christmas Eve power surge that happens at their house. Sparks fly everywhere. I, I assume that they that the smoke, they kind of get like in, inhalation and, and kind of a little bit of uh, not enough oxygen to the brain, which kind of forms this holiday delusion that they all live through for an mm-hmm. entire week. Um, <laughs> so I, I can forgive a little bit of uh, a question about where this guy comes from because I, I will I, when I'm dreaming not a lot of characters in my dreams have backstories so yeah we do get a few hunks in this movie so Russell slash Chad is one of them yeah. the the pop star um, also uh, Dustin the innkeeper mm-hmm. um, who Eve is also being pursued by she has two bows in this movie um, as well as Paul who is ultimately uh, Lacey's love interest yeah um, who just has these like puppy dog eyes he's a local baker he makes cookies and does not charge people for them <laughs> because in christmas town there it's you know everything is free yes which is beautiful it it's is. a nice thought <laughs> it's a beautiful dreamland um of the three which one which of these guys you know were you the most interested in watching i am so glad you asked me this because i did rank <laughs> the christmas bows here. Oh, good. okay um so uh so my least favorite christmas bow is uh, Chad uh, Matthew Monroe uh, Russell here? Uh, he's Christmas trash. That is what I. I oh, he wow. is, he okay. is a little bit. He redeems himself a little bit in the end, but he is kind of a jerk. Uh, he's very arrogant, and he is a he is a uh, a singing sensation, and he wants you to know that he is a singing sensation, and how lucky you are to be with him. I do not. I do not care for him. I. I. I don't think he's charming, but in like a creepy way. Like he really mm. plays up the charming in a way that like unsettles me um so he is my least favorite i think my second favorite is uh dustin right the the christmas planner guy with the binders yes um he's kind of like your your um he's like your your everyday how like he's not the fancy christmas like singer he's not like the like a high-powered businessman or something he's just a good guy who loves christmas and and you know that's that's great like i'm, I'm glad that glad that eve found something with him uh, but my favorite is gotta be paul the the cookie shop guy even though he's like nice guy to a creepy extent because he kind of stalks uh lacy there for a bit uh a watches bit. her while she's sleeping mm-hmm. um leaving her notes everywhere um, and uh, getting the local children to try to help uh, in in this quest as well. Um, But he's so good looking. 
He's very handsome. <laughs> he's so good looking. And he's just he's just he's got like he's got that childlike holiday innocence where he's talking to cookies and he's he's he runs a cookie store. How can you not he runs a cookie store? He also never has a moment of doubt. He believes in Lacey the entire film, even when she's being uh openly hostile in mm-hmm. return to him. Um he believes there is good in her. Um, even at times when she doesn't seem to be displaying the good in her, and uh, and when she has a moment of doubt, he is still there waiting for her, yeah. like a like a puppy dog. He sees past the scrunch. Yes, yes, to see the good person inside. Fun fact about the movie, Fox. Yes. I don't know how much you know IMDb being you do as you watch these. I did a little bit. Um, Paul and Lacey are actually married IRL. Oh, are they really? And did write the film together. Oh, that's cute. Um, and some of you may know uh, the actor who plays Paul Brandt already. Uh, you know, he's in Pretty Little Liars, but he is, you know, a veteran to the Christmas movie. He was in Mingle All the Way, which came out last year, <laughs> as well as Merry Christmas, which I have absolutely streamed before. Merry so, Christmas. Yeah, so he, he is a Christmas movie vet, so he, you know, knows the tropes and yeah. some of the, the characters that you see and knows how to play a movie like this. Yeah, he, he is he is my dreamy uh, Christmas hallucination hunk. If I, if I do have to have some kind of weird fantasy on Christmas Eve. He is exactly the kind of person I would want to have that fantasy about. Yeah. Speaking of which, why don't we take a quick break and just like zone out and dream about these hunks for a minute okay. and then we will come back and we'll we'll talk a bit more about a Christmas movie Christmas right after this. Paul. Paul. The wait is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount+. Plus. What brings you to the Shy? Opportunity. Everybody get down! Walk right up to the a new rain is coming to the South Side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes now streaming. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash The Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with the Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. The subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. And we're back. I'm Julia Lechner. I'm here with Fox Van Allen. We are talking about Up TV's A Christmas Movie Christmas. Um, you know, you mentioned before the break that even Dustin's characters each have binders to uh, save Christmas on their 12 and 13 part plans for saving Christmas. That was a little detail that I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing in adulthood like someone who makes a good PowerPoint or a strong spreadsheet. Uh, and I really admire that about the two I feel like 12 is like the official Christmas number. So I appreciate him coming up with the 12 ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, she went one extra. Um, so it's like there's an extra day of Christmas there. Um, although I think my favorite, uh, I think, what was it? The 12 Cats of Christmas is one of the holiday movies that she likes. Yes. Um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of Christmas magic here. Yeah. You can tell that the screenwriters had watched quite a few of these and just wrote down which things that they'd like to see throughout. Um, you know, little fun throwaway lines like, do calories count here? Because they're essentially living on cookies mm-hmm. the whole movie, um, which is the dream. And granted, you can do in real life, but. You know, with repercussions. Yeah. To be fair, cookies and coffee. There are a lot of people drinking coffee in this movie. I'm glad you uh, that stood out to you as well. I felt like there were a lot of coffee cups. <laughs> yes. Um, and it might have been cold where they were filming and they just wanted to have it and they didn't toss it away in the shot. But there was a lot of coffee and a lot of hot chocolate consumption in yeah. this movie. Definitely not cold enough for real snow because there's a lot of that uh, that fluffy stuff that they picked up at a craft store uh, all around town. Oh, yes. The fluffy stuff on the ground. Um you can tell maybe when they're not walking in snow at times. But what I do respect is that they had the things you want to see in Christmas movies. It really stands out to me when I'm watching a movie that bills itself as a holiday film and there's maybe no snow throughout the whole thing. 
no cocoa, no cookies. Um, they really hit everything you want to see in a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. There's there's tree de- decoration and there is hot cocoa, um, some expensive hot cocoa. Um, mm-hmm. But but yeah, they're, they're everything you want in, in in the movie, including visits to Santa, routine visits to Santa to ask Santa what the heck is going on here. Yep, uh, caroling together is a way that two characters get to know one yep. another. Um, really great sweater game. <laughs> Got a lot of great sweaters. Um, throughout the film, and something you just expect to see in holiday movies, everyone is beautiful, bright-eyed, happy about Christmas. Just looks like awake. Um, you know, they don't seem to have jobs. <laughs> well, almost everyone's happy about Christmas, right? Because there is that uh, her boss, uh, her boss, Eve's boss, who does not know her name. Uh, and it took me a while to learn her name as well. Um, he, he, he is not a fan of uh, of Christmas in the movie. He's like kind of like the uh, the Scrinch, right? The Ebenezer Scrooge almost. Uh, he tells them to knock it off when they do the caroling. And yeah. uh, he's 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 not a nice guy, but he, he comes around in the end. Everyone comes around in the end on Christmas. You have to have at least one character that's not into the holidays mm-hmm. that will hopefully uh, see the light by the end of the film, um, as well as another trope thrown in there: adorable child. Oh, London, London, yes. yeah. So uh, when I was introduced, so London, I, I think we get introduced to her when she wants to ask Santa for a wish, and her Christmas wish is to get her dad back. And uh, Eve tells her, like, oh, I know for a fact that Christmas is a time wishes come true. And I'm saying, like, when I saw that, that's a big gamble by Eve because, like, maybe dad is dead or maybe he's, like, divorced and he's not coming back. So don't tell the kid, like, your Christmas wishes coming through true. Like, I wish my dead dad was back. Don't do that. Yeah, realistically, she's she's unaware of the reason the father is not yes. there. Um, and you really don't want to float that <laughs> hope too early in. It's a heck of there's, a gamble. There's it other works. ways to comfort without promises that may not happen. Yeah, <laughs> it works out fine. I mean, the dad's like a serviceman, so he comes home for, yes. for the holidays. We do get a military reunion <laughs> toward the end. Um, and it there are feels in this movie. There yeah. are feels toward the end of this movie when we see Eve's boss, um, you know, have a change of heart, <laughs> holding hands with a young child whose father comes back uh, from serving overseas, mm-hmm. presumably, um, as well as couples holding hands and singing along to Russell's concert. Um, <laughs> it's a really heartwarming, full circle yeah. movie that gives you all the things yeah. that you want. Even the awful bad people find love. Uh, yeah. Even the even the people you don't like. Um, and they wind up together, which is great. Yes, there is another villain in the film who's Dustin's ex from the big city. There's lots of talks from mm. about the big city in this yes. movie. Quite the big city is a bad place. Do not go to the big city. No, unless you all decide to then go back and live in the big city at the end, but with Christmas in your heart. Right. And also the city would need to be renamed after Christmas. Yes. Christmas city. Yeah. yeah. So Dustin's, uh, the innkeeper's ex comes into town in a faux fur coat mm-hmm. um, and wants to help with the Christmas festival, but mm. then kind of ruins things a little bit. She Because it's too city. She brings the city Christmas to the small town mm-hmm. and the small town doesn't like the city Christmas. She, uh, she, she brings in this like weird artsy Christmas tree, which is like a Christmas. It's like a, like a, what it, it's like a sculpture. It's not a sculpture, but it's like a, it's not a Christmas tree. And no. everyone's upset about that. And that's just like, I feel like that's Christmas in L.A. Like, yeah. I don't like I don't know if like the people are listening, but like there are square wreaths here and like they just get weird. And like, apparently that's not real Christmas. Real Christmas is in Holiday Falls, 
where people bake cookies for a living. She does also procure what could be described as bougie hot chocolate, <laughs> which again, the two of us are based in Los Angeles. That sounds like something people would sure does. pay $15 for out it here. It sure does. And for some reason, she spent the entire budget the entire budget for this holiday thing on hot cocoa. Mm -hmm. um, perhaps a little bit on this tree, but apparently I have to cancel everything else because of this hot cocoa. But to be fair, it sounds like it's really nice hot cocoa. Yeah, it's supposed to be really good. It's probably not even cocoa or milk because it's so fancy. It's yeah. probably something else, a substitute of some kind. But um, we see her get to end up with a fella in this movie mm -hmm. as well. So even if someone is kind of villainous at parts in this movie, everybody does get to have a good Christmas. Mm -hmm. Everyone can ultimately be redeemed in it. It's very heartwarming. It's very heartwarming, yeah. I agree. Um, even, I, I will say though, I feel like Eve had her like little bit of a, a villainous moment. I, I, although maybe that's not the right word for it, but she, she tries breaking up with her boyfriend on December 23rd. That's a bad time for a breakup. I, I, don't, I don't know, like, that just seems like a bad timing. You want to see it through. I mean, she's being pursued by an innkeeper she really wants to kiss. <laughs> yes. um, and, you know, it, it's difficult to go from she's single and, and they kind of present her somewhat like lonely in the beginning yeah. where she hangs around at home and watches TV all day. So uh, she goes from that to having two hunks mm -hmm. pursuing her. Um, that can be overwhelming for a person. It's it's tricky. And I feel like you have to give her a little bit of a pass here because are you really cheating on someone if you didn't get in a relationship with them in the first place? If it's just like they are forced upon you in a dream? Uh, it, I, I don't know. Yeah, like, this is Lacey's argument of like, you do you, girl. Like, it's fine. <laughs> you know, you, you as far as you know, he's not your real boyfriend. But in this world, he is supposed to be her boyfriend, Russell. So kissing another guy? I don't know. But like... Yeah. Technically, lines are blurred here. <laughs> it's yeah, it's a it's a weird Christmas hallucination for sure. The jury is out. All right, we're gonna take one more quick break. We'll be right back with more after this. Should you ever set foot outside of the hotel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow, now streaming on Paramount Plus, only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan. And we are back. We're talking about Up TV's A Christmas Movie Christmas. Fox, um, when you walk away from this movie, any real highlights that you will remember from A Christmas Movie Christmas that gave you maybe the most like Christmassy feels or that you truly don't understand what was going on. Just the real highlights that stood out for you. Um, I, the first thing that I am thinking of, uh, I mean, it's it's a lot of Paul. Uh, a lot of Paul. Or, or the, I, I, the first thing that came to mind was him ordering around his army of gingerbread men uh, that he is donating because uh, he never sells a single cookie in the movie. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I, I feel like that's a and and his and his weird and his weird stalkerish uh, moments with the, with the cards. A lot of a lot of card moments where he's trying to slip cards into pocket, like give it to kids. And there's a lot of there's a lot of card sneaking around going on. I, I like that. I like that. I, I'm I'm hoping that someone comes at me with fifty to sixty holiday cards this year. Yeah, he does feel like someone, you can tell that he comes from this world, yeah. even though we see him toward the end of the movie, presumably in the normal world now, and his <laughs> wish to be a part of the real world. Um, he 
which, you know, now that I think of it, how would he function in the I real world? I don't think he can. He's never used currency for anything. Yeah. He's only consumed sugar his whole mm-hmm. life. That was a big choice for him to decide to go to the big city at the end. Yeah. If he opens up a business, he, he's going to be bankrupt in a week. That thing yeah. is going to, that's a, that's the next we work right there. That thing is, that <laughs> thing is doomed. He loves Lacey that much that he leaves his perfect Christmas movie world for her to live in a big, scary place. Yeah. Well, maybe she can support him. It looks like her her career is back on track. By the end of the movie, her boss knows her name. So, yeah. Uh, it, yeah. That both of the well, women well, have... no, 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 that's... Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm mixing up Eve and Lacey here. My, my bad. Yeah, Lacey is the one who... Um, I think her sister gets real with her at some point. Eve sends to Lacey, like, as you know, you can't keep a job and you can't keep a man. Mm. So you need to open your heart up a little bit. And how, You know, it got real on Christmas. It did. Graham Graham did not care for that. No. That was not the kind of conversation you have on Christmas. They're trying to have Graham breakups. Graham. They're roasting each other yeah. openly on Christmas morning. Yeah, she's got, she's got cookies and let's focus on them like let's none of this negativity it's 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 the holidays yeah and that brings me to you know on your podcast on survivor brothers you guys have uh you know you kind of pick your favorite of the week that's right your favorite uh contestant and how they are you know what their performance was that week who did the most heavy lifting who um is the mvp essentially of the episode and i have an mvp for this movie and you can probably tell from how I'm talking about her. It's Graham Graham. Oh, Graham Graham. Graham Graham is She's my fantastic. MVP. She has to do a lot in this movie to kind of explain early in like the world, what we're doing, what the mission is. She has amazing sweaters, one of which is just a tinsel-wrapped Christmas tree with ornaments all over it, but she's pulling it off, um, which is hard for some people. You know, I don't want to add the volume of a Christmas tree to my body, but she looks great. Um, she bakes so many cookies of many different types and her fridge is filled with them and that moment you just mentioned Christmas morning when Eve is being a little salty with her sister Lacey um, Graham Graham finally gets real and just sits down and calls Eve out for being a miserable person and kind of says like you need to take control of your your life and get it together and we have to have a good Christmas and that's kind of you know who I like to be sometimes maybe my friend group of like hey you know maybe you need to get out there and do something about it so I really respect uh, where Graham Graham's coming from in this Mm. where she's being joyful the whole time but then tells people like hey I'm choosing to be happy and you need to choose to be happy too and and get your life together not complain so much yeah she's kind of a dream Graham Graham yeah, she is. She is a. She is a heck of a character. I love her. Um, I, I do love Paul. I, I won't. I won't. I think I've. I've talked about him enough. I won't call him my my favorite here. Um, but I, I'll go. Uh, say my Christmas MVP here is London. The, the, the little the little girl <laughs> London. Um, she. Uh, you know. She. She. Uh, she. She has that moment there with Santa, right? And then once once Eve meets her, she's in the mix. She's working with Paul and and helping him find true love. And then she's. Uh, she's at the, the the Christmas pageant, and she's so excited. Like, there's just it's the childlike wonder. And the only question I have is, what happens to her? Does she have a does she have a wish to be in the real world too, or is she doomed to live in this Christmas dream forever? Is the town still there when the Eve and Lacey leave? Yeah. Um, or is it like the inside of the genie's bottle in Aladdin? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, does she grow up? Does she always stay the same age? A lot of questions. Is everyone a ghost? You're really into insane fan theories, Fox, yes, and I you do. love following theories for things. Yeah. Did any of this really happen? Is everyone a ghost? Is everyone dead? Like, you know, what is this world? Yeah. Uh, I mean, my take is that 
based on this uh, the Christmas Eve power surge and the and the electrical fire that happened, uh, I assume that there's just enough uh, brain damage that happened to kind of keep this fantasy going on, where they're seeing these holiday hunks, but they don't exist in real life, and they're making plans to return to Holiday Falls in the in the you know in the new new year, the next the next holiday. So perhaps they're just going to have another uh, electrical fire and just have another uh, week long hallucination. I think that could be a lot of fun for them. Wow. I feel like if you and I sat down and wrote summaries of the movie, <laughs> they would be two really different summaries of the movie. Probably. Probably. Um, it maybe makes it even more powerful, though, knowing that this is a delusion, potentially, brought on mm. by a house fire from Christmas lights. Yes. Um, but, gosh, so much darker um, to think of it that way. <laughs> Happy holidays, everybody. That is totally fine. Um and as always on the show, you know, we like to give our take on the movie, a rating of how we feel about it um, between one and five. For this film specifically, A Christmas Movie Christmas on Up TV, we're going to do between one and five Christmas cliches. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, one Christmas cliche being a, a not great rating and five being the top rating. Mm-hmm. So between one and five Christmas cliches, Fox. What do you give this movie, and are you telling people to watch it? Okay, well, um, first of all, I'm nervous about not giving it a five Christmas cliche rating because I know if you don't give it a five Christmas cliche rating, it may get fired by its manager. Um, so I'm, I'm very, very five stars all the way. Um, and there are a lot of Christmas ca- uh, cliches in this movie. I mean, that's what this movie is all about. Um, I don't think it's a perfect movie. Uh, I was a little turned off by the the music. The music is, but the music is almost so bad it's good. It's like because mm. it's it's like that Christmas cliche, you know. Um, I think it's a lot of fun, even if you're not the type of person to like these types of movies. I think you would like this movie because it's kind of like it's almost like a parody. Um, it's it's not quite like a it's not like scary movie it is to scream, but like it's it's a lot of fun. I, I found it to be a lot of fun, and I think that if even if you're just like only a little bit interested in, in Christmas movies, this is this is a good one for for you. Like just sit down with the sit down with the with the partner and enjoy. Um, so I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a four, uh, maybe a four and a half. I don't know if I can do that. Maybe four and a four and a quarter. Let's say uh, four point one five Christmas cliches. That's my rating. Four point one five. Four point one five from Fox Van yeah. Allen. Um, it's on to me. Uh, between one and five, I'm giving a Christmas movie Christmas a five out of Hey-o! five Christmas cliches. You get. All of the Christmas tropes you want to see in a movie. Everyone is adorable, attractive, happy, even when in peril or stressed, looks great. Mm -hmm. Um, You see all the things you want to see, people eating cookies, fake, clearly fake snow, but snow. Mm -hmm. Um, Something we didn't mention, uh, a little detail that some people notice who watch a lot of these holiday movies. You know, at that concert scene at the end, they get a good crowd of extras there. There are a lot of people That's turning out. That's a hard thing to see yeah. in a lot of these movies. Sometimes they say it's a big party scene and there's 10 people there <laughs> and they're all adults. And this one, they really, they pack that town square. Everyone's out. Everyone's having a good time. And when you see that, it rubs off on you as well. It's a joyful movie. Everyone's nice to look at. Everyone's yep. having a good time. It made me want to live on Christmas cookies yep. and sleep in my makeup without getting breakouts from it and mm-hmm. just like live in this fantasy world. Yeah. Um, 
even if it turns out this fantasy world is a delusion or purgatory brought on by a Christmas light induced fire, um, I would love a Christmas movie Christmas to be my reality. Me too. Five out, five out of five. Me too. I, I, I agree. I, I'm, I'm considering going home and setting a small electrical fire myself to, to visit Holiday not. Falls. Please do not. Do <laughs> I'm going to say, and when they ask me why, I'm going to say it was Julia's idea. Great. So once again, you know, all the episodes end that way. Um, <laughs> a Christmas movie Christmas, we've given it a 4.15 out of 5 and a 5 out of 5. Right. Which, Someone which else averaged that. Averages out to like 4.575, I think. A Is perfect right? Christmas, you don't have to do math. <laughs> it just all works out. A Christmas movie Christmas, again, it premiered on Up TV. Check your local listings. You can also stream it on Philo, Philo, whatever that service is. Find Up TV there if you want to try and stream it for yourself. It was a joy. And Fox Van Allen, tell us a little bit more about your TV Guide podcast and where people can follow you this holiday season and year-round. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Uh, so I, I, uh, Lance and I, uh, Lance is a bit, bit of a scrinch, and he's not here today. But mm. uh, my co-host Lance Cartelli and I, uh, every week uh, during the Survivor season, uh, we do a weekly recap where we talk about uh, all their, our favorite players, all the strategy that's going on. And uh, this week, we, we kind of went on, a, uh, this past week, we went on a little bit on uh, some uh, some Applebee's stuff because we do love the Applebee's um, and Survivor loves Applebee's too. Um, so we uh, so we, we do that uh, and also during the Big Brother season uh, we do a Big Brother uh, recap podcast which goes a little bit beyond the show. Uh, we take a look at the live feed stuff that's going on and, and we also see what people are talking about on social media, um, all the uh, all the past contestants and stuff. So uh, so yeah so if you're interested in, in reality TV, I, I would totally suggest you follow Survivor Brothers or Big brother brothers on your favorite podcasting app um and and that's uh, that's where you can find us also on youtube uh that survivor brothers are on youtube on the tv guide news page so take a look for us on there as well uh and if you want to follow me for some reason uh you can do that at fox van allen uh on all your uh, all your happy uh, social media uh, sites that you like to do that on Five out of five Christmas cliches. Make sure you're following both of those podcasts. It will give you all the details you need on Survivor and Big Brother. Mm -hmm. I love subscribing and listening every week. And you can also do that for this podcast. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram at All I Want Pod. That's All I Want Pod. Instead of spelling it out, I just thought I'd speak um, slowly in, in a stilted manner. Um, you can find us on social media. Subscribe, rate, review wherever you get your podcasts. We are out there and we're dropping new episodes twice a week through the holiday season. And, you know, let me know what you're watching. Every weekend is filled with many movies, so you have to watch one live, DVR several at the same time. And uh, we'll let you know which movies we're watching so you can make sure it's on your must-watch list for when we do episodes about those movies. So make sure you're following us on the social media and you're subscribed for the podcast. And that is it for today. That was a Christmas movie Christmas. Fox Van Allen, thanks for making our Christmas dreams come true. Oh, thank you, Julia. And coming on the show. Oh, being here is like a warm cup of cocoa. Oh, my goodness. Being here, it's like I woke up after sleeping with mascara on and there's no repercussions. And then I ate 50 cookies and I don't have a stomach ache. It was just magical. Thanks so much, guys. And we will see you soon. And as always, happy holidays. Chilling new original docuseries on Paramount Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean and a woman named Sylvie. To the can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? 
You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control Alt Desire, now streaming on Paramount+.